And just want to take a second and thank Policy Genius. They're supporting today's episode of Success Story. I know we all have kids. We all have families we want to take care of. And I personally check something off major on my to-do list, life insurance. It's a tough topic. It's really hard to think about, but it's so important. And the hard part was sorting through all the options. Luckily, I found Policy Genius. Policy Genius is an online insurance marketplace that makes getting life insurance surprisingly easy. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, knowing my family's protected brings me incredible peace of mind. Don't put off this important decision. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Eufy is sponsoring today's video. They reached out to me. I tested out their video lock. It is a game changer. I'm going to paint a picture for you for why I'm so excited to work with them. So you're getting home. Your arms are loaded with groceries or packages or boxes or everything. And your keys are in your pocket. This drives me nuts. This happens all the time. I upgraded to the Eufy video lock. Fingerprint tap i'm inside and honestly i also feel way safer it's got this awesome built-in camera so whether it's a package delivery or late night uber order i see exactly who's there right from my phone there are no more mystery knocks and the best part this thing was such a breeze to set up there's no wires there's no drilling uh there's also no monthly subscription fees so if you are done fumbling with your keys because i definitely am search for eufy video lock or head over to eufyofficial.com video lock your front door, your sanity. Welcome to Lessons Episodes of Success Story, part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. These Lessons Episodes will be shorter conversations with past guests, valued members of the Success Story community, and myself. They'll be focused on teaching you actionable, insightful takeaways that you can use to upskill your personal and professional life. But what's broken with leadership based on your experience? I think the biggest thing that's broken is we're choosing the wrong people to be leaders. And in addition to this um, meta-analysis on thought leadership that I mentioned, I've conducted a number of sanctioned studies myself. And so one, for example, I looked at uh, a number of different companies in the same industry and interviewed leaders at four different levels in the organization. The amount of variation on how those people think about what's required for leadership or what to look for in leaders was crazy. So how can you build a pipeline of leaders if everybody's looking for something else, right? How do you find some good acorns to grow into elm trees if we've got all this disjointed approach in terms of how we're thinking about them. That study was also powerful because what I found is the CEOs were more similar to each other than they were in their own company. And so it prompted a, a, a third study I ended up doing. The second study was a global quantitative study of more than 600 people. The third study though was with CEOs that I sat with Companies you know, the head of the CEO of Target, the CEO of Panera, Foot Locker, Build-A-Bear, really strong, powerful people who have ascended to success. And I wanted to get into their minds, not only to see where the convergence was in their point of view, but to also 
and give anecdotes to people on how to do this stuff well. And so what I think is the biggest gap is the fact that we're not choosing folks because of this level of variation and we're using poor indicators on leadership potential. So for example, one of the things you'll most recent, most frequently hear is I choose leaders based on their performance. Well, that's great if the performance is the same for the same job, right? But it is not, absolutely not a predictor of performance at the next level. It, it's your ticket to entry to get into the conversation to be considered, but there's actually four, in my opinion, and well-researched and tested, four dynamics you should look for when choosing leaders or, or, or even just assessing potential. One is intelligence. Things only become more complex as you go up. You gotta have that cognitive horsepower because you, what you get with, what you come with when you arrive is what you have to work with. And we've gotta be honest about that. The second one is personality. I've been the chief diversity officer in two Fortune 500 companies, so in no way do I advise that we only one personality type, but there's a lot of derailing personality types. I mean, you and I could have an hour conversation right now about all the bad leaders you've seen along the way because they were incredibly self-absorbed or because they couldn't get out of their own way and make a decision, et cetera, et cetera. So the second dynamic is look for people who do have that fundamental gap in terms of a personality derailer. The third is motivation. You gotta hire people with big engines. And if you want them to do more and be more in the future, they've gotta have their own engine. And then the fourth is learning agility. We need people who are committed to reinventing themselves and also who can assimilate ideas and information quickly and reapply them. So I, I think that the biggest issue is that companies and leaders do not really understand leadership and they don't understand how to choose leaders because if someone has those four elements, I can teach them anything and I do, but if they don't have them, then it's a matter of compensating, masking, hiding, and eventually lack of success. Um, now, how does this how does this play into your other framework, which is a high performance framework? Because we're, right now we're talking about finding the best leadership, determine, determining leadership potential. That's obviously integral for a successful organization. And you even mentioned right now, like there's a lot of big companies that do it. But the high performance piece, the high performing framework, the the fast, simple, good, done. Is this leadership principle is this just a principle for it's me i'm trying to accelerate in my career what's that what what is that how does that fit into the success of a business yeah it's really a lens by which you should look at the work in front of you so let me just spend a moment flushing that out so the first is fast speed wins the game most times you know speed is a way to help you be first to market and not lose on needless things etc so how do we think about the things that are going to slow us down most likely in this scenario? And then let's, let's plan for that up front. The second is because you know the expression, give it to a busy person, they'll get it done, right? Yep. Someone has verve to them and then they can get a lot more done. And so there's a, a, a real return on that verve. Simple, complexity often doesn't add value. It just adds time or costs more money. And complexity creeps in from, uh, oh, this leader said this, so we have to make a, a change in the process, or we've done it like this for so long, et cetera. 
In most organizations, if I throw a process up on the wall and I have a red pen and I say, what's the shortest distance? And then I challenge all of the assumptions about how we've done it. We're able to really cut things down. But what complexity does is it creates distance from people in the work and they get exhausted or it impacts morale. So let's strive for simplicity and then focus on addressing complexity where it makes sense, where it's a complex idea, but let's be judicious in that. Fast, simple, good. What's good enough? We have a lot of perfectionists out there and this new generation in particular is very perfectionist oriented, but perfectionism is faulty thinking. It's tricking us to thinking that something isn't good enough or, or it isn't finished. But here's the way to think about that. If we were to buy a house for $10, why would we pay $15 for it, right? Why don't we take that five extra dollars and put it in a new house? But what, what blowing past good does for us is we expend energy and time and resources in ways that maybe not are a good return on an investment. There's a, a company in the US that if I said their name, you would say, oh yes, but they're often voted the worst company in America. And your experience with them is really frustrating. They have figured out what the right threshold is for customer satisfaction. And they also know if, let's just say it's 80%, they know if they go above that, they don't get any more customers. They don't get any more revenue, that that's, it's nice to say it's a 97% satisfaction, but if it, if you don't make money from that, don't do it. And so this idea of done, what's good enough, let's all agree up front what good enough is, is a major transformational component because it helps us recap uh, resources that are being spent foolishly. And then the last one is done. There is an energy when you finish something, there is a learning that can happen, but a lot of times things in organizations have a long tail and they don't really finish hard. We need to be better at finishing. The imagery I think about on this one is in organizations, if I had a, a sweater and every undone thing had a fishing hook and that was stuck in my sweater, we drag around a lot of garbage. So how do we, what is done look like? Let's celebrate it because people want more positive feedback, by the way and then let's learn from it, and then let's really repurpose those resources towards something new. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. 
Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.